Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurad. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And I am freaking fired out of a cannon today. We have Sheriff Carmine Marcino. Sheriff, whoa, it's so good that you're in the studio. Uh, it's a pleasure to be back. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate you. Yeah, no, it's great that you're here. You know, you are Southwest Florida law enforcement. I mean, it's it's a big deal that you're here. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. We'll talk about that. You know, give us a little rundown. I mean, Things are going sideways for the most part everywhere else in the country. We're doing pretty good here. Give us your assessment. I mean, all these cities that basically said defund the police, you know, we're talking Baltimore, Seattle, Chicago, New York, all these people are having a hard time. And we're Southwest Florida. We fund our police and we support our police. Give well, us a rundown know, we, on that. We got people in great places. I mean, think about it. First of all, we, law enforcement, serve the greatest residents in the country. They want law and order and they support law and order. So every day you come to work, you get to do your job and know that you are supported and more importantly, appreciated. So that's a great thing. You know, you look at those cities. I mean, it's sad. The world is sad today. America needs to wake up, wake up uh, and think about what's going on. You turn your TV on, active shooter, you know, school shootings. It's a disgrace, Tim. The world is a different place. But thankfully, thankfully, locally, we are doing great things. There is no defund the police here. You know what we did? We fund the police. Our great county manager, Roger DeJarlais, our great county commissioners yesterday, they don't just talk the talk. They run the walk. They stepped up. We now, will final stages will be in October 1st, are going to get a 13.9% raise. When you talk about that, that's life-changing for the people that every day go out there, risk their lives. And, and when you take that oath, you put that gun and your badge on, you now say your life is secondary to everyone else's, and that's the job you sign up for. So thankfully, we're doing great things. And again, having the lowest crime rates in the entire state of Florida. Yeah, Sheriff, I know like things are going, you know, in our minds sometimes. Parents wake up. Citizens wake up. They watch this news. I mean, over the weekend, I mean, it was crazy. There was shootings all over, mass shootings. You know, how do you, as a sheriff, kind of work and try to make people feel somewhat safe in the community? Well, I'll tell you, first thing, transparency. Uh, and as sheriff, you don't really sleep much. You worry about if you're doing everything the best you can possibly do to make certain your residents are safe. And let's talk about those cities like Chicago, right? Toughest gun laws, right? And you have yeah, New, York, New York, Chicago. Hey, how does that really work for them? 20 shootings in a weekend, but yet the gun laws are so tough, right? Bad people will always have guns. The more good people that are armed, the better. And I do agree with certain things. One, you got to be properly trained when you have a firearm. So you got to know how to use it and be properly trained, proper storage, being a responsible gun owner. I, I agree with all of that. You know what I don't want? I don't want the person that doesn't have the background check, the criminal that walks into a gun show and buys guns. I don't want that. OK, what I want is good background checks, responsible gun owners, but don't hit the people that are law abiding citizens. I spent most of my life protecting the Constitution. I'm a constitutional elected officer, okay? I support the Second Amendment. I want people to bear arms. That's their constitutional right, 100%. In your home, Tim, you're the first responder. 
not law enforcement, you are, and you have the right to protect yourself. And in our county, we do just that. Yeah, and that means a lot because I don't think people really understand when you start taking away guns from people that are properly trained, they're able to have them, and doing that for the right reasons, I mean, I just feel that that's like a huge barrier or problem that's going to come up. And you being supportive of not doing those types of things is is very impressive. And, and I think people really need to understand that a sheriff in a county that's that's a huge that's a huge position and a huge responsibility and also a commitment that you support the Second Amendment. Absolutely. And that's why I'm here uh, to protect people's constitutional rights. Do I think we need to look at things more in depth? Absolutely. Do I think we need to do background checks to make certain the right people own firearms? If someone has mental illness, unfortunately, they suffer from schizophrenia, bipolar, something that that obviously we need to be concerned with. You got risk protection orders. Now, you you know, you go to the courts and you say, look, this is the reason and you state your case. We don't want someone that may have an acute episode to have the ability to carry that out, to, to carry out an act of violence with firearms and guns and ammunition. But the majority of the residents are law abiding and it's their constitutional right to protect themselves. So I, as sheriff, support it completely. I will also tell you, which is most important. When you start looking at people that they, they try to prop their political agenda into this, right? Okay, I am the sheriff of the people, the sheriff of the people. It doesn't matter age, race, ethnicity, what, what political party you're affiliated with. For me, I protect all lives because all lives matter. If you really want to get to the root of the evil, okay, because you can't kill evil enough, okay, the best thing you can do is when someone receives a threat, written threat of a mass shooting, those people that don't come forward with that information, we should charge them. Yeah, no, I agree. And recently you had an arrest or you basically took a, a youth into custody because some people don't really understand it's detention of a of a youth, but the 10 years old. But And there were people out there that said, you know, the, the kid's 10. But I think the people, if you really understood it, no, you are very consistent. You do this, this is what happens to you. And guess what? I guarantee his other 10-year-old buddies and everybody through all the other ranks of the schools are understanding of how they will be treated if they do that. Look at the tragic event that just took place in Texas, okay? The tragic event, okay? As sheriff, safe kids, safe schools, always number one for me. Yesterday, I'm on Inside Edition where the, the child's attorney is attacking me saying that I did it for political purposes. Well, she's right. I did push an agenda. That agenda is safe kids, safe schools with zero tolerance, okay? That's my agenda. The last thing we want to do is take a 10-year-old into custody, a 12-year-old, a juvenile. The last thing we want to do is talk about a school shooting. But one thing I will tell you, let's say the other side of that coin, I don't act. And then, God forbid, there is a tragic event. Now we're talking about Sheriff Marcino in a different light, right? Yeah. I didn't do my job. So which way do you really want it? I have zero tolerance. I, and you know what? His photo goes up by Florida statute, by a felony. You can put his photo up. I want transparency, and I want parents and guardians to be parents. The kid doesn't wake up one. I don't know. Is he playing video games that teach him GTA, how to steal cars and shoot people? I don't know. Does he have the ability? Are there guns in the household? There's a lot of things we look at. The one thing I'm certain of, we're not going to tolerate it. You make a threat in my county, no stone unturned, you're going to jail. Got it. Got it. And, and talking about jail, how do I... As a normal oh, citizen, how do, how, do, how do I, I gave it up to you a little bit earlier. How do I 
Tim Jurad that comes to your county. How do I stay out of the Marcino Motel? How does that I happen? I tell you, Tim, I mean, we go back a long way. I mean, there's no mulligans If here, I okay? frig up, I'm done, right? Hey, listen, you get food, water, AC. <laughs> you know, yesterday, listen, we arrested the guy yesterday. He abused an animal, okay? He leaves his dog in the car, windows up, no ventilation, no AC, nothing. Food, water, the dog dies. Then he takes the dog and he throws it in the trash and leaves it on top of the trash dead. Well, you know what? He's in the Marcino Motel where he belongs. He's lucky he's there, right? Unfortunately, he gets food and water and AC there. That's more than he deserves. I'm a big animal lover. More than the dog. <laughs> you better believe it. And you know what? People that abuse dogs will further abuse humans. So when I say, hey, listen, he could go to Egypt. I would track him down, and he's going to the Marcino Motel. Yeah, I always was, I was like to think about the, the tourist that comes down to Lee County. And he's doing something he's not supposed to be doing. He gets locked up. And next thing you know, you know, they're calling in on the radio. Hey, we got one heading towards a Marcino motel. And he's probably like, where the hell is that? Listen, we had two people, I'll say people, come through our county and make the fatal error. They stop at a Walmart in Lee County. They leave their dogs, a puppy Uh, and another dog up. Windows sealed. Dogs uh, are foaming at the mouth. We save both dogs, which, by the way, now they're adopted and they're, they're, they're part of the Lee County Sheriff's Office. And both of them went to the Marcino motel. You don't get to abuse an animal in my county. We're in full force. Yeah, I got you. And one thing I do know, and we've known each other for a long time, way back. Sh- Sheriff Marcino's animals get very well taken care of. I remember he <laughs> called me one time. He goes, I go, we were supposed to go do something that night or whatever. And you're like, listen, I'm on my way to Orlando s- somewhere because Gainesville, I, Gainesville, Gainesville. Yep. I'm further, right? So he's on my, his way to take his dog to the vet to get it taken care of and to do so all these people out there that say oh you know he's doing this for a political oh, push yeah. and you love animals because well, I, your animals live good listen haters are motivators we know that okay i <laughs> yeah. tell them all listen you want to hate that's okay that's on you i'm gonna do what's right and my dog we went to the university of florida gainesville very specific surgery locally they said look your dog has about two weeks to live the dog was three years old okay $36,000 later, <laughs> which I'd bankrupt my house to help a dog. Right, okay? right. You know what? The dog lasted another six and a half, seven years of his life. And by the way, I cook for him breakfast and dinner, gourmet, better than I eat myself. Okay. So I'm an animal lover and that's never going to change. Yeah. And I can attest to the fact that that's the case. Now let's go back to our kids. Just one, just one more second. How can we, or you assure parents for the most part, I mean, it's never 100 yeah. percent that your kids, when they go on the school bus that day or they go to school, how can we assure that that your agency is doing everything possible to keep them safe? Well, let's talk about this specifically. Lee County, 100,000 kids. OK, 118 schools. That's a big responsibility. Safe kids, safe schools is when that child leaves their parent or guardian and walks to one of those five, six thousand bus stops, gets on the bus, goes to school until they return home. And how do we ensure that you can do everything possible and you're still not immune to an incident? So what do we do? We have a school threat enforcement team. Detectives assign with analysts out of my real-time intelligence center, the latest, greatest technology that every time there's a written threat, I don't care one second after we are fully investigating it with scrubbing social media, seeing where that threat comes from. If they're in school, we're making contact within one second with the SRO that's in that school pulling that child out, seeing what we have, analyzing it, making certain that no red flags, you know, are being overlooked. I mean, that's very important. You don't wait one second. And by the way, the worst case scenario, okay, message very clear. 
If a person or persons decide to go to one of our, our schools where our children, one of those 100,000 children go to school to learn, where our amazing teachers, God bless them, who teach them about future because the kids are our future, where the faculty, you know, those soft targets, right? If they think they're going to bring deadly force to a soft target, I'm telling you right now, I have a very good policy. My policy is you don't wait one second. Deadly force is met with deadly force. And we kill that person immediately. Cause of death, lead poisoning. No question about it. We're not waiting one second. That's the way it works. That message is very clear. Our children are going to be safe no matter what. Now, how do you go ahead and convey that to your members? I'm sure it's very strongly conveyed, right? Oh, we train. Now, first of all, we train like you've never seen. We train seven times the amount mandated by Florida state statute. We train real time. We now train literally virtually. So now we have the ability with goggles to train in teams, not only just the SWAT team, but our school resource officers, they train virtually the plans inside those goggles. We can change the scenario from, you know, less than lethal force to deadly force. We know the scenario. We also train with the actual plans of the school that they work in. So they're training real time virtually with the members of different resources, meaning SWAT, school resource officers, patrol. Right now in the school that they're in, we could be at headquarters parking lot, but if they if they train at the school in Benita, that school plan is in those those goggles. So it's a big deal. Yeah, and I remember back in the day, and I've been involved with law enforcement for was it 31, 30, 31 years. Great job, by the way, and I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. A big portion of my job was working with kids in the schools. Now, when we first started working in the schools, it was kind of like you were kind of officer-friendly, you know, that type of thing, which which we are. Sometimes people were retired on the job. Yeah. You were later in your career, and you say, you know what? I've been working the road, midnights, this, that. I want a soft landing. I'm going to go take a school. But with oh, that yeah. being said, those rules of engagement have changed. You, you're going into school, and chances are might be limited, but chances are you you hear gunshots, you are going to the threat. That's that's it. And they need to know that. And I'm sure you conveyed uh-huh. it. God forbid of an event. That's that's our worst nightmare, right? Our school resource officers ranked number one now in the state last year. Okay. We're, we're officially recognized. They're warriors. Okay. They know their mission. They're wearing tactical vests. Okay. And some people were like, well, it looks a little aggressive. Well, you know what? I want a warrior at that school. I want a warrior that's dressed for the mission. And when a parent drops their child off, they say, you know what? That's a great day for us because not here, not today. That's a warrior. But I want that warrior to to hug that child, to mentor that child. And in our schools, they know this is not retired on the job. You are ready for anything that comes your way. You're not waiting one second and you're going to eliminate any threats that come your way. You got it. Yeah, no, that's, that's real important. We all know, and this is, we'll go back to a little bit lighter side, right? We all know that 99% of the people in Lee County, probably 99.9% of Lee County love what you're doing. They love Sheriff Marcino. I was, I was with you the other night and I mean, people are coming down at the hockey game and cheering and you're signing autographs, taking pictures, Uh, doing all that stuff, but you're my family members. Yeah, exactly. You're the way you go about it and you talk to everybody, you spend time with young kids, you do everything, you bring the community together together, right? Why do you have so much love for Lee County and your and your working people, your employees and the community? Why is that? I feel like I'm blessed. I mean, I truly believe that. Obviously, I came from Collier with you. 
I had my opportunity. I came to Lee County and the residents are amazing. You know, they want law and order. They support me. And, and most importantly, it took a long time to build the team that's in place now. Our public information office does an amazing job. Everywhere you look, they're all stars. And they are my family members. You know, I can't be everywhere. But one thing I can do is recognize when I'm the guy that walks up to a press conference and I start to speak about what took place, the reason I stand there is because of the heroes behind me. The SWAT team, when everybody else is running away, the guys that run to it. Okay, my PIO that when I walk into a press conference, the hours of work that it takes to put that together. And then when I walk out to my next meeting, what they have to do to get that out to the to the people of the county. I mean, it's our job to educate the citizens of Lee County on what we do every day to be transparent so that they know who serves them, that they trust in their law enforcement and that they have rapport. And if they need something. They can call, they feel comfortable, and they know we're going to serve them at the highest level. Okay, what do you say to those one percenters that just whatever you do, no matter what you do, it's sheriff being sheriff and, you know, what do you say to them? Listen, one percenters are not going to run what we do. You know what? You You don't have to like me. You don't have to love me. I'm not here for a popularity contest. What I'm here to do is the right thing. So the one percenters that attack me every day, most of them don't even live here. Uh, you know, they're, they're ex-employees, they're disgruntled employees. I say to them, I wish you well. You know, if you want to attack me, that's on you. If you wake up every day, especially if you're retired, okay, and then you live in a different county or in a different state, and you want to attack the sheriff who's out there every day, by the way, probably sleeping four hours a night, okay, who's doing a great job, not only just because of what's being said, but statistical data proves that we're being effective. The crime rates at a record decrease, okay, all the things that we have, then that's on them, Tim, and they're not going to dictate what we do or how we do it. Listen, I know we've talked about this before. You work from 4 a.m., and this is not just every now and then, from 4 a.m. to 11 p.m., and, and, and I can attest to the fact because I, we talk late at night. <laughs> I know. We, we have some, many conversations late at night because it's the only time I get a chance to get with you. You give me a call. You're like, hey, I'm calling you back. <laughs> How do you do that? How can you be everywhere? Well, when, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And you know, look, you served. I know since you were on patrol and I've watched you grow through the ranks and accomplish to be on top when you left as the chief of, the, of a great department. Okay. It's a way of life. It's not a job. And when you love what you do, you never work one day. And every single day, you know, if I get up in those four hours that I sleep and I use the restroom, I'm typing notes in my cell phone so I don't forget. You're always thinking about how to do better. Did you cross every T? Did you dot every I? What can you do better? What are we doing next? Looking at technology. And technology is the, is the way to go. You know, it's leading this department into the future. When the FBI calls you to utilize your technology, your dragonfish, okay, Lee County, Florida, we need your technology. Um, that's huge. That says we're doing it right. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, Tim, beyond sheriff, and I mean this from the heart, my family members at every level, whether they are support staff, which is civilian, okay, which are critical to our success, our volunteer program, people that could be anywhere in the world, okay, doctors, dentists, people that have retired that still want to come and give back. What a blessing, right? Or the person that is custodial, or my chief or undersheriff, you all get treated the same. It's a family atmosphere, and that is so important. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And I I noticed that every single time you speak, 
you talk about your family, right? And and I don't I, I think it's obviously the employees that you work with, but I really honestly think you extend that family to you know to everybody in the community because I've actually seen you out there. You you honestly give your card out with your number, text message, and when you give it, you're not giving it to like somebody just to just because you're you really mean it because it's it's crazy. I mean, some I've of the seen biggest it. cases I've had recently. We'll talk about the ten year old. Okay, I received a message from uh, from a citizen that's how it started when people are comfortable with you and they can trust in you they are going to see it say it make the call the more we have community involvement there is no i in team okay but the more community people are involved and they're part of that team the better it is and i gotta tell you, we're leading the way we really are yeah and it's a lot of that leadership there let me ask you what's your day consist of okay because i know it's early just give me like a rundown on an average day couple couple uh well, you know news conferences sometimes those calls come through 12 one in the morning three in the morning four in the morning and you're sleeping up oh listen everyone's got a problem everyone's got an issue and i get it okay <laughs> but but you know what um i love what i do every day is different every day is unique you know look we we left headquarters to come here i'm blessed to come into what, what a beautiful studio and plus i get to see my brother tim Thank you. Thank um, you. You do such a great a job. I mean, it's so critical when we work with people like you, Tim, that you share this information so that the general public gets to hear what we do, gets to see what we do. There's millions of interaction every single day that is just amazing. But what do they hear? They hear about that one interaction that wasn't wasn't great. They hear exactly. about the one deputy that was rude to them. Well, guess what? Millions of others are doing such a great job. So anytime that we can educate the people on what we do, you know, everywhere you go, they say, thank you for your service. We appreciate you more than ever. Hey, do you get that in New York? I can tell you, no, that's my hometown. It saddens me. Do you get that in Chicago? I see people all the time from Chicago say, listen, we got to get down here. I said, well, you know what? You can work where it doesn't snow. Okay. <laughs> gun laws, right? So strict Chicago. No one can have a gun. Well, guess what? Criminals have guns. Shoot we each have other. 20 shootings, 20 shootings on a weekend. How is that acceptable? How, how does people, how do we allow that? What, what district attorney, what state attorney, what, who believes that that's okay? It's not. And I'll tell you one thing, we're blessed. Uh, our state attorney, Amira Fox, she's amazing. Amazing. She's everywhere. She's like me. I got to tell you, she don't sleep. Yeah, I know Amira for a long time. She's she unbelievable. Doesn't, she doesn't sleep. And she shares the same views as I. Safety, safety, safety. And, and I'm telling you, I could call her 24-7. She does such a great job, and it's so heartfelt. She's not a politician. We're all politicians by, by definition, but it goes beyond that. You can tell when someone, you know, like our great governor, Ron DeSantis, yesterday, you know, when he was running in 19, I endorsed him. He made statements. Well, he didn't just deliver in the statements. He went above and beyond. Okay, keeping your word is so important. If you don't have your word, you have nothing. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and Amira is good. And to have that communication and that people don't really understand if you can pick up the phone, make those phone calls and, and sometimes not the best hours of the day, right? All hours of the night, whatever it might be to have that communication with the state attorney's office is, is crucial. When you, we and you arrest somebody, you when we arrest somebody for a, a stealing a piece of bubble gum or for a homicide, we're a small part of the puzzle. It goes to the state attorney's office. You know that fully. Our state attorney doesn't stop working. Uh, the people that work at the state attorney's office are amazing, amazing. Look at the narcotics operations. We just doubled down in narcotics, and I've just started. You deal poison on my streets, 
I'm hunting you down and you're going to the Marcino Motel. That's it. We're going to save lives. You take guns and drugs off the streets. The crime rate goes down. The way people live is much better. Okay. And the rest of them, listen, there's plenty of vacancy. Okay. At the Marcino Motel. And they're all going to be stuffed in it. I can guarantee that. <laughs> so you get, you get, you always take your credit cards, whatever you, get, whatever you listen, got to say to get in. Take them. Take them all. And drug dealers, <laughs> take everything from them. The real-time intelligence center, all drug money, okay? It costs almost $3, 4000000 million, all funded by drugs. When drug dealers, you know, one thing you learn about drug dealers, they continue to deal, right? They deal poison. Well, if you're going to keep dealing poison on my streets, I'm taking your house, I'm taking your car, and take your gold teeth. Whatever I can do, because that money is going back to children, keeping them off the streets. It's going back to technology and making this place the best it's ever been. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Sheriff, you working a lot. You're always busy. What are some of your passions? I know you love music. Music, music. But what is some one, of your, yeah. I mean, I've seen you like. Spending time with Tim Jarrett. Jam a little bit of music, DJ. <laughs> now we, we spent a little time. Yeah. Little DJing, little, little this, little that. I mean, you really like the music. I, you know, music's a big passion of mine. I, I love music. This Sunday I woke up, uh, I sent a little Instagram message out. I was playing a little Billy Joel and some Lionel Richie on the piano. Uh, not as good on the Lionel side, but Billy, I kind of got down pat. <laughs> Uh, the microphone's out. I'm by myself, of course, entertaining myself and uh, just thinking about how blessed I am. It was, you know, it was easy like Sunday morning. Easy like Sunday. So give a little line. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. I got him. Now, listen, we know that you are using your social media. I want to tell you that your social media department, your PIO, they kick ass up in Lee County, right? Yeah, so unbelievable. You guys, they're on it. Uh, everything they do is spot on. You know, everything's there. You got the one, two, and and sometimes three-liners that really blow up the Internet. I think the last time I went on the Internet, it crashed because you had some <laughs> stuff out there, your I, you information. Know, I don't speak my mind, Tim. I, I'm cam <laughs> you know, a little camouflaged, you know? Now, let me ask you this. Do you ever get any – how does that come about? Do you guys, like, talk about it a little bit, or you just – it comes – I know you're a pretty witty guy. So it's a, it's a mix of both. I will tell you, my public information office is, is, is absolute – all stars. Uh, when I tell you what they do, that is one of the most difficult jobs in the agency. It's all very tough in law enforcement, but that is critical. When you market your brand, when you showcase your Lee County Sheriff's Office, your sheriff, which by the way, keeps you in office, right? Uh, it is critical for success. And we have a team back there that I got to tell you, they do such an amazing job. And when we go into press conferences, we brief like anything else. These, this is what we're looking at, Sheriff. This is what we have. Uh, this is the potential questions. We know what we're getting into before we get there. And then, of course, they, uh, they try to control what I say. But, oh, you know, that's not going to happen <laughs> because I'm going to speak from the heart. I'm going to speak real. There's not a teleprompter that's going to tell me what to say. Like when a guy leaves a dog in a car, it dies. He takes the dog out of his car and he throws it in the trash yeah. on top of a trash pile. Well, guess what? He is a piece of garbage. He doesn't deserve the air conditioning in the Marcino Motel. He doesn't deserve food and water. That's the making of a serial killer. That's the making of someone that's going to abuse a human 10 times worse. I don't want that person in my county. You know, it's law and order or there's the border. I got it. How has social media helped your agency with obvious things? I mean, now I, I think on TikTok, it's, it's a fun. I love it. And you <laughs> seem like you enjoy it, right? I, I mean, it's a serious, some serious shit going down that you're dealing with. But I think you enjoy the fact that you can convey your message and it's it's pretty clear. Look, I'm like an A track when it comes to this whole media, social <laughs> media things, but I will tell you this. So you know, you're on it. Tick TikTok does bring a little bit of humor 
to a very difficult Correct. time. It does. And, and it gets people to watch it, of course, to get people from all over that, you know, are commenting and they want to see it. Uh, social media makes our job a lot easier. And I'm going to tell you why. When a deputy goes to a house and has to, quote, deal with an incident, what we educate the public with, one, gives him respect. It makes his job easier and more appreciated. So when you showcase your agency, when you showcase your family members at, at every level, working hard, doing a great job, when people have to interact with them, it's just a much more positive interaction. Yeah, I agree. And I think it gives a reality and some realness that we are humans, right? Law enforcement officers are humans, and we, we like to have fun. And I think it brings a little levity to some serious shit that, you know, you see every day, your members see every day, and they deal with every day. You know better than anybody. We're in the, in the business of what happens next, and you don't know what happens next. You could be having lunch. Your lunch is stopped immediately, and you're going on a shots fired call. You're going on a domestic call, a medical call. So it's constantly changing, and that's the that's the thrill we love, right? That's what law enforcement loves. Right. You love that, what's next, that non-monotonous, you know, what's next type of thing coming at you. So I will tell you that, uh, you know, the way we showcase and people get to see because it's important to see. You know, when someone's at a light, they see a police car at a light, and next thing you know, that car puts its lights on. It goes through the red light tactically, and then goes, you know, two blocks up, and then the lights go off, and that person pulls into a Dairy Queen or pulls into a McDonald's, right? They say, oh. Look at that officer. He just put his lights on. Meanwhile, he just wants to get in front of the line at McDonald's. That's not true. Okay, what happens is we're sitting at a light, and you may, a backup unit may be calling in Benita when you're five, six miles away, and you're thinking you have to rush there. And then all of a sudden, the radio call comes over, and someone is closer, and you say, okay, and you shut your lights off, and you go on your business. People don't know that. When they do ride-alongs, they get to see it. When they do the Citizens Academy, they it's get key. to see it. These are key things on education to our citizens so so they understand our job more and that we understand their perception as much yeah and that's a good point i mean i've never seen anybody go through a citizens academy and at the very end they're like holy shit that was that was an eye-opening experience i mean i now understand what these men and women go through every day they want to come back they want to do it a second <laughs> yeah, time a third, like, fourth this is time. great yeah, because yeah. we learned i never thought I understood how much you do or what a, what a law enforcement officer does. It's a tough job we sign up for, okay? It's a real, real reality when you, you know, there's a chance you might not come home. When you kiss your husband or wife in this day and age, it's always been dangerous, but more dangerous than ever. The lack of respect, you know, worldwide for law enforcement has been, uh, you know, obviously diminished to the point where you worry that you're not just sitting there having lunch like in New York and you get shot while you're in a car. Okay. Yeah. Generally, look, could it happen? No one is immune, but generally Southwest Florida is blessed. That's why people are moving here. Listen, the great state of Florida. Okay. With our great governor, Ron DeSantis, who demands law and order where common sense is common. People are over 1200 people a day move here. It's not just because of palm trees and beaches. It's because we got law and order. We kept things open. Businesses are, are flourishing to the point where they, they can't even they can't keep people out of restaurants in these huge weights, okay? During the most difficult times of pandemic, things are rocking forward. And that's leadership at every level. That's county leadership, state leadership. I mean, the DOE, the security, uh, the head of security for all schools, an amazing man. I met with him three weeks ago, you know, works with the governor directly. You know, how he's looking, his comprehensive review of schools throughout our entire state looking at all the details, how do we target Harden? How do we, how do we get through an incident? God forbid there is one. 
these these proactive plans are the reason we're the best we can be. Yeah. So one thing I really want to bring back, and, and it goes into awareness, right? So we see a lot of people that Monday morning quarterback on the things we do. And I keep saying, wow, we, of course, yeah, right? Right. It's so easy to do that. So we see a video and then next thing you know, there's a shooting and there's officer involved shooting and there's situation where an officer has to do what they have to do because it's basically if they don't act, somebody's life will end. It might even be the officer. What do you say to that person? And the reason why I brought that up is because in the Citizens Academy, we give the opportunity to, you know, put be put through those scenarios to see what it's really like when somebody's shooting at you. Well, well, two things. One, you know as well as I do, you do a scenario, right? You're shooting seminitions, those rubber bullets. And next thing you know, okay, you stop the exercise and you say to the person, how many times did you shoot? And they say three. And next thing you know, it's nine. Okay. You know, as well as I do, when, when you lose those motor skills and you're going into that fight or flight mode, you don't know exactly, exactly what you're doing as if you had the time to think about it. You also know you don't have the luxury of waiting. You act in a split second to save a life, possibly, and unfortunately to take a life if you're presented with evil or deadly force. But we all else have the luxury the attorneys, public opinion, everyone has the luxury to sit back and say, did he or she do the right thing, right? Which is the right way to think about it. But understand that a law enforcement officer has a split second to make that decision. So give them the benefit of going through that process, okay? And, and have their backs. No one comes to work wanting to hurt anybody. But we signed up <clears throat> for this to make certain that if presented with deadly force, that we are going to save lives and make certain that innocent people trust in us that we will do so because we're properly trained and ready to go. Yeah, and I like to bring out the fact, too, that police officers, when they go, and I, like I said, I've seen other officers, I've worked with, with them throughout the years. When we go to work every day, our, our goal is to get home safe. <laughs> that's, that's, that's our right. number one goal, get home safe with our family. I don't know of anybody that goes out and basically – tries to put themselves in a situation where they're going to end up ending someone's life or, or seriously injuring them. And then it comes back to a lot of the, you know, the race, right? So a, a white officer with a black sub subject, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. Right. And then vice versa or Hispanic or whatever. People let, let don't understand how, Tim. how quick this happens. Let me ask you this very heated, very heated topic. Okay. Floyd, very unfortunate. Anytime someone is killed Absolutely. or someone dies, it is unfortunate. It's tragic. It's a loss of life, okay? But if Floyd was a white male and the officer was a black male, would we be in the same position? No, we would not be. Would we be? I'm going to tell you my feeling is no, is no. And let me also tell you, how does, first of all, I believe in all lives matter. All lives matter. It doesn't matter who you are. I all, agree. All lives matter to me, to me. So let me ask you, we learn from different things. So does it make it right? to go to Tiffany in New York and break the windows and loot because of the tragedy? Does it make it right? No. No. Does it make it right to beat people up, to, to go loot, rob, steal, lay in the streets, and cause havoc? No. You know what makes right? Let's sit down and discuss the differences between different platforms, okay? Democrats, Republicans, no party affiliate. It doesn't, at the end of the day, let's put our heads together and let's do the best we can as America and come forward and stop the violence. 
that's what matters. Yeah. All lives matter. Period. Right. It doesn't. Everybody's important. It doesn't matter what race, color. I mean, that's like right. I said, these law enforcement officers go to work. They are I faced with, in New York. with criminals. They I grew up in it. New York. It's, it's a melting pot of culture. Okay. My best friends were African-American. Best, best friends. They were Asian, Italian, Irish. It didn't matter. My doors were open in my house, and everyone ate meatballs and pasta at my house. My grandmother, Nan's cooking. Okay? Oh, I love And you love know what? It. I loved it. That's what life's about, man. Everyone comes from different places. It's about being a good person. Be a good human being. Yeah, absolutely. All the way through. One last thing. I, I noticed that recently, within the last year or so, you've been on some of these big shows, man. I'm, I mean, you've been on the, you know, Geraldo with Geraldo on Fox, on, the, on Fox Nation, Dateline, all the different shows. Give us a little rundown of how does that work? I mean, did they call you up say, hey, we want you on? Did they come and put makeup on you? What, what you know, how's that, how's you know, that like, work? You know, maybe sheriff. I want that Italian New York sheriff in Southwest Florida, you know? Um, <laughs> You know, we just had the, uh, you know, unfortunate, some real big cases. You know, right. Dr. Seaver's case. Right. Uh, you know, the case like the 10-year-old who unfortunately made these threats, and it goes national. Uh, so they call my PIO. They schedule meetings. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of odd because you get to see when you work with local media and then you get to see the differences with national media and how different entities work. Uh, but all around, it's the same. And it's just really, you know, you always want to be prepared. But it's not reading off a teleprompter. It's right. really talking from your heart and what you believe in. And it's not the only agenda, the agenda that the one percenters, when they attack, I say haters and motivators. And by the way, uh, Tim, I don't want their vote. So if they have a, a crazy moment and snapshot in time where they want to pen in my, you know, my opponent, uh, you know, my name, I'm going to put my opponent's name in because you don't I want don't, it. I don't want someone to vote for me if they really don't believe from my heart that I'm doing the best I can. I don't. So you, you learn a lot, and these platforms uh, are eye-opening. And, you know, you, you just they treat you good. Yeah, yeah, you do the best you can. And, uh, you know, my undersheriff, you know, he might be uh, <laughs> a little bit nervous as to what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say what I feel regardless. Well, and I appreciate that from you, and I think everybody else does. You got to where you are because you're you, right? You go out, you work hard, you support the county, you support your people who you work for. You know, and, and like we talked about earlier, if you give your men and women a pay raise, which is nice, right? And uh, the Lee County uh, Commission and your budget, that, that's great. But I think the reality is people really, really enjoy working for you because your heart, your passion, what you've got into it, and they can feel it. It's not something you can, you can, you can't fake it. Fake it. You know, when you give someone a raise, you said it before, you said a couple pay periods down the road, they kind of move on with life it's and, nice. and it's busy. It's yeah. nice, but they appreciate it. You know, our county commissioners and our county manager, let me tell you something. They don't walk the walk. They run the walk. They have made it clear that public safety and security is paramount. A lot of people want to do that, but they don't want to spend the dollars to do it, to accomplish it. <clears throat> I'm thankful that they have. You know what makes it, makes it great? When we go to an event, again, the sheriff shows up, he speaks, he goes on his way. There's barricades, there's a stage, there's microphones. At the end of the event... I'm in a sheriff uniform, moving barricades. I know you. Moving barricades. You know why? Because I'm I'm no better because of rank. No one's better than anybody. We're all one family and one team. Okay, they work with me. With me is the key. With. Okay, um, and I love them all. I just want to make sure they're safe. We're doing great things in Lee County. 
I care about their their families. Their, you know, and they are family to me uh, just through the family members. You know, when I say family, 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 I mean it. And I just want them to come home and have a great life. And I got to be the guy that gets to share it with them. And I love it. Sheriff, I can't thank you enough. I mean, you, you wrap it up nicely. You know, we have a lot of good times together. We've had a lot of good times in the past. I really appreciate you coming on. And, and like you said, you know, you kind of want to do a little bit more, I think. But if I can just get the time with you, oh, I love it, it's it. precious time. And I and I really appreciate well, it. I know, I know for you to come down uh, from Lee County, it's, it takes I, I a long time. I want to thank you, too, because uh, here you are, okay, 30-plus years serving others before self, dedicated, retired on top of the job as a chief, Amazing, right? And you're still working to get the message out to do as a good human being, as a retired chief, to still get the message out for the great citizens. Tim, it's an honor to be with you. I I really appreciate you and I'm proud of you. Yeah, no, thank you, Sheriff. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. The door is always open. I just, I could sit here for forever. Where's Shawnee at? He's, he's, he's in the back office. Deputy McGrill, yeah, County yeah. Deputy. <laughs> no, that's great. And, you know, we know that there's people that we've talked about in the past. There's people that maybe retire and they go sit and eat and talk shit about everybody else. The answer is yes, you're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I just hey, did we I, have a conversation about that earlier? I really I really <laughs> like being involved, Sheriff. That's a good thing. And anything I can do, you know, it's it makes if I get a little platform to do this and and again, thank you so much for, thank, for thank coming you, down. God you're the best. You, man. You and, the uh, best you know, we li- really love it. And I'm gonna like put on a little bit of music for you. Yeah, we see go. if you can do that. Yeah, we go. Hey, Sean, come out of the closet. Let's go. Hey, 229. That's sensitive. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Thank you, Sheriff. You are the best. We do a little bit and we are out. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.